Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning, this special Sunday morning, Easter morning. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. And we're so thankful to be with you today and to share a little bit about who Jesus is to us. And I have a special guest who's come and she's going to share her story about healing that she's experienced in her life, some miracles. But before we begin, I just want to tell you that um, if you don't know Jesus, today would be the perfect day to invite Him into your life. He has risen for you. He has died on the cross, and now He has risen indeed for you. And there is power in His name, and there's love in His name. So if you're looking for love, if you're looking to know that Jesus loves you, just say yes. Just invite him into your heart and believe that he died and rose again for you so that you can have freedom, freedom in Christ. So we're going to talk a little bit about what it means to be dead to sin and alive in Christ. And so I would like to invite each of you this morning, this special morning, to sit back, relax, Grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but mostly just grab hold of Jesus right now, your Savior, Jesus Christ, and He will bring you to life. Let me lead us in a word of prayer. We'll get started. Dear Heavenly Father, on this Easter morning, we want to thank you for the risen Jesus. We want to thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, who you sacrificed so that we may know what it means to be free, free and have freedom and a life that's full of joy and peace and promise. And Lord, we know that you love us so much and we just praise you for that. We praise you for your son, Jesus. And um, we just can't say thank you enough. Um, Today, we feel the extra joy that comes alive for us because of Jesus Christ. So Lord, help us as we share this morning about who Jesus is to us and how he can save all of us. So we love you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I am pleased to introduce to you a friend of mine who I've known her now, gosh, about six or seven years. And I got to know her because we started praying together. We have a group that pray every week for revival in our community and beyond. And we we pray for people. We pray for you. We pray for anyone that wants to grow closer to Jesus Christ. And those of you who don't know him, we we pray for you. And so I thought it would be perfect day to invite her to come and share a little bit about her story and who Jesus is to her. So, good morning, Pat. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm just really good. Good. It's so good to see you as always. It is so good. <laughs> Thank and, you. Thank you. And I, you know, I know that you are a prayer warrior. You are a prayer intercessor. You believe in the power of prayer, and you've seen some mighty miracles. Yes, ma'am. In fact, you just experienced a miracle with your foot. You've been having some foot pain, had trouble walking, and a lot of pain. Tell us what's happened recently with, with this foot issue that you've been dealing with for many months now. Yes, it's, it's a problem that I've had for a long time, and I've just uh, had 
really got discouraged, and, I, and I'm not one to open up to people too much, but I decided that I had this appointment, and I thought, well, I'll just tell my prayer partners that I've got this appointment and ask them to pray for me and to pray for me to find a doctor that would help me, that would listen to me and help me and help me where I could walk and not be in pain every step I took. And my appointment went so well. I had a wonderful doctor, and she was just exactly what we prayed for, what I asked them to pray for, what I had been praying for, just exactly. And she put some shots in my feet. If anybody that has known this knows something about that and but and how it, it helps. Mm-hmm. But I walked out of her office that day, and it's been a couple of weeks now, and I haven't had a pain in my feet since. But she's an answer to prayer because I feel like that because we prayed specifically for that, for a good doctor that would take care and treat me and help me, that God just answered it. He just answered it in every form that we prayed for. And I just walked out of there saying, oh, thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And and every day as I walk about, I just I continue to say that. It's just such a blessing, such mm-hmm. a blessing to be able to walk without both feet hurting every step you take. Yeah, And you've had this foot pain a long time. Oh, yes. You really yes. have. And I've seen you walk and I can tell that you've been in pain. And I love what you said. You finally decided, I'm going to ask some people to pray for me yes. specifically. Yes. And so you would encourage people, if you're dealing with something, have you asked others to pray for you? Yes. And I, I'm just a real kind of private person, and I don't like to ask for prayer because I know my God can handle it. It just was on my heart to to share that with them and ask for that prayer, and then he answered so wonderfully. Mm-hmm. So that taught me something that that uh, it's a it's a privilege to get to pray for other mm-hmm. people too and we need to share and to, mm-hmm. to let other people have the joy of praying for us too that's right it's good to pray alone with god you know mm-hmm. just you and the lord but it's a joy to pray with other people and mm-hmm. i'm so glad that we've been able to pray with our prayer group yes for years now i think we started in 2015 after our first event in mount vernon on the square called prayer on the square where we gathered like 500 people and we all prayed for a move of God and just prayed for unity and just our community and our nation and just for people to know the love of Jesus and then so we decided let's pray every week and it's been great we've seen a lot of answers to prayer oh yes so we believe in the power of prayer don't we yes very definitely very Mm -hmm. definitely god hears our prayers and he loves it when two or more gather together and pray in his name and believe for the thing they pray for we've seen so many things through prayer and i love to hear you pray by the way it's so powerful it's just it's just i know who i'm talking to amen yeah that's right so let's talk about that. You know who you're talking to. Oh, let's yes. talk about your relationship with God the Father and, of course, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. So let's start with God the Father. How long have you been a Christian and really knew the love of God in your life? Since I was a teenager, I was probably 13. Uh, I had joined the church as a younger person, not understanding what I was doing. And God just never let go of me when He began to tell me that, uh, to show me that that um, I didn't know Him the way I should. And 
as as a lot of young people it's it's hard very hard at that time because you don't know you don't understand you don't know what to ask or who to ask but anyway god never let go until i finally uh until i finally understood and and he came into my life and mm. and it, the experience was like somebody just turned on a light bulb inside of me that's the the mm-hmm. way i can describe it and that light has never gone out oh amen that light has always through what it didn't matter where i was with him far away or close that light has never gone out of my life it's it's still burning mm-hmm. in my heart just as bright as it was that day now there's been times down through the uh, through my life that I haven't been in the right fellowship with God. I have walked away from Him willfully, knowing what I was doing. But He He never left me there. Yeah. He always came, got me. He never. I, I would came back to Him. However, the process works. He. I just have always felt a closeness and a presence with Him, and I grew as a as a Christian person. And I always felt like. You know, there's there's just something out there that I'm I'm missing. There's I, I hear people talk about things and 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 I just don't haven't experienced stuff like that. And just um, and and I was blessed with a being in a revival where the people that helped that revival were so filled with God's Spirit mm. that it just they almost glowed. I, it was it was an experience I've never seen before had before, and. And I, I knew immediately those people have got what I have been wanting for so long, mm-hmm. not knowing what I was wanting, not knowing what to ask my father for, not just not knowing. And and I asked God in that revival, I said, whatever these people have got, I want it. I want the joy. I want the glow, the just the glow of glory and find mm-hmm. you. And 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 he he blessed me with it. He blessed me with it. I it wasn't some big outstanding thing. It just it just come into my heart. It came into my heart, and and it's with an assurance, an assurance that even I had never felt before. I know I was saved when I was a teenager. I know that, but there there came that peace. That assurance, that knowledge, mm-hmm. that knowledge of who God the Father is, who Jesus is, who the Holy Spirit is, and it it made my life, my walk with the with the Lord, so real. Mm-hmm. I have never, ever doubted it. I have never, ever since that time. I have never, ever had any doubt that it was not the most real thing, as real as breathing. It's it's just as real and and as and guides me just as much as I let him. I don't always let him, but as much as I let him, he takes care of me and guides me through everything. And that's my walk with the Holy Spirit. And I'm not any different from anybody else. Mm-hmm. You can have it if you want it. He wants you to have it. That's he wants right. to fill you with his spirit. You can have it. All you have mm-hmm. to do is want it, tr- truly want it more than you want anything else and ask him for it. Because the scripture tells us where that it, it, about if, if our parents know how to give us a good gift, how much more the Heavenly Father knows how to give us the, the good gift. And he's talking about the Holy Spirit. Yes. And I he can't, will. I can't believe you mentioned that because I just read that scripture today about he, God giving yes. us the good gifts and, and his son. 
Yes. Oh, yes. And, and that's, it's yes. the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, three in one. Yes. So once you recognize that relationship that you could have with the Father and how much He loved you, yes. then you accepted His Son as your Savior, your living yes. Savior. Yes. You said, yes. I want Jesus. I want to invite Him in my heart. I repent of my sins. We're all sinners. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. And we admit we're sinners and we want Jesus to come alive in us, then we get that gift of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Yes. And the Holy Spirit will show us the way to go. He'll minister to us, counsel us, teach us, and guide us. And I agree with you. I really have grown in my faith, and it's through continuing that process where you invite the Holy Spirit to in your life and you like you said the light comes it's like you turn on the light yes in your heart that he that is the light he, he is, the, is light. the light turn him on you say yes Lord I'm ready to go show me what to do and you have to die to sin die to self and surrender arise with Christ so die to self rise with Christ so Pat let me ask you this what do you think it means to die to self? What If you're describing that, I mean, Jesus died for us, but we also have to get out of ourself to experience all that he has for us, the newness. What would you say dying to self looks like? You have to be able to put yourself aside and, and want his will, want him totally instead of you uh, it, it, it's I, I don't know have the right words to explain this but I know it's it's totally putting yourself aside and putting him first that that's just the best way I can uh, that's good that is so good it. so put off your old self mm-hmm. and put on your new self there's scriptures in Colossians and and don't be afraid remember. don't be afraid yes, yes. to put your to put yourself in his hands mm-hmm. don't be afraid to just totally surrender yourself to him and put yourself in his hands. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Colossians 3 talks about that, and it says in chapter 3, verses 1, If you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things that are above, not on the things that are on earth, for you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. And I love this verse. This is verse 4. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. I keep hearing that scripture and saying it over and over. When Christ, who is in your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. What does that mean to you? Well, at the age I am, it means a lot more than it ever has because I know how close I am. Yes. To that, uh, when I'm going to leave this world mm-hmm. and go be with Him, mm-hmm. and to just think about, think about, oh, that yes. is so mm-hmm. awesome, and it's so to know that it's so close that I'm close, mm-hmm. and and it's so that that uh, I'm going to leave all this world behind, and and I'm going to go and and uh, yes. be like him and mm-hmm. know things and know him and 10 years ago it wasn't this much to me now it is so precious to me mm-hmm. and uh, that 
that I, I'm, I know what's waiting for me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. I'm not excited to leave this place, but I'm excited about it and, and to fully, mm-hmm. so fully know him and understand mm-hmm. him. And he says, we'll see through that dark glass clearly. We'll see and understand. And my heart desires that so much. Mm-hmm. I desire that so much. That is so beautiful. Well, Pat, I know that you recently lost your husband, Dave, and um, y'all are very active in in the church and in the prayer group, both of you together. And I remember the day when he wasn't going and praying with us. like, And you just said, girls, it's mostly women. Let's pray my husband will come and join us. And I'll never forget the day he came. And we were all just celebrating that um, God had heard your prayers and answered. And he was part of our prayer group, and y'all were able to serve together and pray together. You never gave up on him. So if someone is listening and really is wanting their spouse or their friend or their family member or their neighbor to pray with them or, or know Christ the same way or grow with them, it's so much fun to grow spiritually with someone. Don't give up, right? You never gave up praying. Yes, yes, yes. His his a gift or his mission in life was to help other people, to visit sick people. He this was not this is not my calling. I I just never think about oh I've got to need to go see those people or do that. But his was, and he helped me a lot because that's what his. His gift was, that's what his love to do was, is especially other elderly people. Mm-hmm. And you believed in the power of prayer, and, and you saw a miracle in his life. Do you want to share about that time? Yes. In 2016, it was, right in this parking lot of, of the church here in Mount Vernon. You want to yes. talk about what happened there? He, he has had a uh, severe heart condition. And one Sunday morning after Sunday school, he just was not able to function. And he got up, and some of the guys in his class said, "said Can we help you?" And he said, "Yeah." And they brought him out, and I saw them coming out, and I knew that something was not right. And I got up and I come out, and we were just coming out of the out of the church. Our car was probably probably ten yards from the door there, and and he he collapsed. When we got just outside, when we got right there, he just collapsed. They lay him down gently right at the, right at the on the sidewalk there, and he. They took his vital signs, and he didn't have any. He was they, and mm. I didn't know this at the time. I just thought, well, he's just passed out. He's going to be okay. But they took his, and they they realized what had happened to him. I didn't. And this went on for probably five or six minutes. I don't know. They called the ambulance, and, and the ambulance hadn't come, and and it just all was went on. But during this time, Jill came walking up, uh, and she said she saw somebody over there. She didn't recognize him, but she did recognize me. And she said, and she got another young man by the arm, and she said, "We need to pray," and they prayed. Right then, they prayed. They didn't know who it was, what the situation was, or anything. And I was right there with him. He was he was laying on the sidewalk, and the the, the other men had already just said, "Well, he's gone." You know, they just he he's gone. And and uh, and I just heard a 
sound of like people when they die you hear that gush of air that goes out of them whatever and i heard that sound and i and he opened his eyes and he said let me up let me up he that was air coming back in that was life coming back into his body because it had gone out and and just uh, he didn't come up whoo groggy or sick or whatever he just he popped right up and said let me up let me up and he was he was just like you just good he was just good and I, I i don't know medical terms or medical things how this happened but i do know he was out for five or six minutes they're just out and and the other people thought that he was totally gone i didn't realize this but i do know i believe with all my heart if Jill and the young man had not prayed for him, I believe he would have lay right there. I don't believe that God would put the life back in him. Uh, he he was he for all practical purposes of everybody standing around him, they thought he was gone. They 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 had just you know, and and by the amulet time the amulets got there, he was up and let me go. <laughs> so God just it. And it was in just a just a twinkle of just a, like just clicking your fingers that it happened, and that's the way it happened. Yeah. And so I believe with all my heart that that had had Jill and and that young man not stopped and prayed and lifted him up, that he would not have yeah. came back. Well, Pat, I remember it like it was yesterday, and you know I didn't know who we were praying for. I didn't know what it had happened. But when I walked out of the church, I was teaching a class that Mm -hmm. day here. I wasn't really supposed to be here. I didn't attend this church at the time, but I was teaching a class. Walked out, getting ready to leave, and I saw commotion. Of course, looked, and you could see someone was down. I thought, oh, he's passed out. He's hit his head. So I grabbed my friend Steve and said, we got to pray right now. And we just closed our eyes. We prayed. We prayed, Lord, help heal, heal this person down here I didn't know who it was and then we we uh after we prayed we looked up and I saw him raise up so from back Mm -hmm. kind of far further away I wasn't right over but a little further away so you know I had no idea what happened I just knew called to pray so God gives us an order to pray and you know the interesting thing I was teaching about prayer that day (laughs) about how God will call us to pray, and sometimes it's just right at that moment. Yes, yes. And when the Holy Spirit tells you pray, pray for that person, you do it. So God healed him. And so tell us again about, like, you went to the doctor and his pacemaker. He, he had, had a pacemaker, and it, tell the whole story about that, because that was a little more confirmation, and tell what Dave told you also. He, he had a defibrillator, uh-huh. and he has a pacemaker, okay. and neither device did anything neither advice device kicked in he just he was just here one minute and gone the next he was just yeah. and i asked the doctors down there i said well why didn't one of his devices kick in and they said we don't know and didn't they tell you we can't there's no explanation uh-huh. to why he's there's, alive yeah he's just a miracle we, we weren't there we don't know right we, and and that's just um, the way they left it, and they they never mm-hmm. gave me an mm-hmm. explanation whatsoever of what happened to him, or yeah, um, 
But you knew. You knew God I, heals. I knew. You believed. I knew. And tell us what Dave told you, because he told you later what he had seen. I think he told you months later that experience that he had. Mm-hmm. He said that he, he could see himself standing over to the side there and him laying there with on, mm-hmm. on the sidewalk, and we had put his Bible and his Sunday school book under his head because he was just laying there on the flat mm-hmm. sidewalk, and we thought he needed something under his head and we put that under his head and he said that he could he he was standing over to the side and he could see himself laying there with with the and see his bible under his head wow and that's uh, he knew it was him laying there yeah yeah but god wasn't ready for him at the time um and we it just it's just amazing what god can do and god calls us to pray and he does things for his in his will, his timing, and his glory. And <clears throat> what a, what a joy you must have felt! And once he was healed, he, both of y'all, went around helping people and telling your story and telling about how powerful God is and what He can do and how wonderful Jesus is. And and really, he was made new. Do, did you see? A newness in Dave after that time. Yes, yes. He and he, he, he never, never ceased to thank God for it, and Amen. and knowing that he God had left him here for a purpose. Now he's taken him on home, yes. and that was a, um, in a, in a very blessed way he did that, and and uh, a very easy way he took him on home. And I know where he woke up when he woke up from mm. there. I know where he woke up in, in in a in a wonderful place. And I don't uh, just I just uh, told him that I'm coming soon. Yes, yes. And so again, back to that scripture. You know where you you'll be, and you mm-hmm. don't have any fear. Mm-hmm. When it's yes. your time, God will yes. take you, and it's... Jesus comes to get you. He has a place for you. In that heavenly mansion that he has, there's a room for you already prepared, and and you will see Dave again. Now, there's another story. You've had so many powerful prayers answered. There's another story, and this one, God wanted to show you how much he loved you through an experience. And we're getting short on time, unfortunately, but real quick, you you lost a grandson. Yes. Who you were very close to. And what did God show you through his death? I guess he was a young young boy when he passed. He, he was four years old when okay. he passed. He was my very first grandson. And, and you grandparents out there know and understand that needs to say no more. Mm-hmm. He was my very first grandson. And I loved him. I loved him beyond anything human I'd ever loved before. It was a it was a special love. It was a love that he literally made the sun come up in the morning. It, it, he was the light. He he made the sun come up in my life. And I was working at the time, and I would go to work, and I would uh, all, all day long, you know, and then I'd come home, and I'd do the things at home I needed to do, my cook and, and take care of my family, and needed to do so I could go spend some time with him. That was my day. My Everything I did was around spending time with him so I could go spend some time with him. And and I, I loved him so dearly. I loved him so dearly. It was just, he was just 
and I tried. He had a real serious heart condition, and we knew that he possibility that he would not live, and that he had to go sometimes back to Dallas to the hospitals. and And I tried to keep my life ready and prepared at all time, so that if he had to go, I could be ready with a car. With we could we could have everything ready to go to Dallas that he needed. My whole life, my whole life was was wrapped around him. His needs, loving him, and what and the love that he gave to me—it was. And I'm telling you, I've never. I loved my children. I loved my husband. I loved others, but I never in my life loved anything, anyone like I loved him. And after he was gone, God told me, He said, "This is the way you should love me," and I just was mm. astounded. I never thought about that. I never thought about that. That, that, God, you should be the one, the sunshine in my life. You should be the one that I'm preparing all my life around to spend time with you. You should be the one, and it just opened my eyes to the love that that how He wants us to love Him. That's how He wants us to love Him. He wants to be our everything. He wants to be first. He wants to be number one more than anyone else. Your children, your husband, more than he wants you to love him first, and he let me know that. He let me have that sweet love, and to experience it. And then he told me that's the way I want you to love me. And it's he's been gone forty years now, and it's just as precious today as it was then. And then what he told me, it's Mm -hmm. just as precious Mm -hmm. today. Oh, Pat, that is a beautiful story. And I know that you were crushed in spirit. You had a broken heart, but God was near to you. And you heard him and your spirit tell you. Yes. That's how much I love you. And so if you're listening today and you don't know the love of the Father through Jesus Christ, he wants you to know. He loves you so much and wants to be everything to you because you are his everything. Today would be the day to accept Him as your Lord and Savior and not to be afraid that you've done too many things wrong. God forgives you. He's already forgiven you. Jesus came so that you can know what it means to be free from that and the newness of life that you can experience because Christ died for you, and now He has risen. So, Pat, I want to thank you for for everything you've shared. This has been just a tremendous, wonderful day to hear all of these things and how important your walk is with Jesus and, and God and the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I think he has more left for you to do. I, do. I hope so. Yes. I hope so. I do too. And I hope as long as I'm here, I can keep doing his work. Amen. Amen. And thank you for all that you do. And thank you for coming in today to share with everyone. You're such an inspiration to so many people. So would you close us with prayer, please? Heavenly Father, we just come to you to praise your name, to give you honor and praise and glory. Help us every day what we do to do it as a praise to you, Heavenly Father, as we studied in our Sunday school lesson a couple of weeks ago. Let everything we do honoring you, let it be an honor to you, not just things we have to do, but do it as an honor to you. And just the menial things that we do every day let them be an honor to you and not just getting things done and especially this 
I just want to say thank you, Jesus, mm. at this time that we honor your death and your burial and your resurrection. And the main part of it is, Jesus, is that you gave your life. They mm. didn't take your life. That's right. You gave it. You were that perfect sacrifice. And my heart says thank you for that every day I live, that you were the perfect sacrifice. And you gave your life willingly. And when you said it's finished, it was finished. Oh, Jesus, that's shouting ground. Oh, my goodness. That's the most beautiful thing and the most beautiful thought in my heart always. And I, I always try to, to mention to the Father, thank you that Jesus died for us because he made it all possible. And he's made this possible, and he makes life possible and joyful, even through the hard times. He makes it joyful and possible and wonderful. And I just say thank you again for Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did. Thank you that we're going to celebrate and remember this, this day, and remember it for what it really is, the sacrifice that you made and that you rose again, and we have that hope. And I just praise your holy name. Let my life be a walking, living praise and honor to you. And it's in your sweet name that I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2023. All rights reserved. Real life, real people, making conversations simple.